You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. WTUG HD2 Northport. W265CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Alabama first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to summer and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched the watched workout in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to fix it, and I run him back fixed things Biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston. Giving you one hour of intense, hard-hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Good morning and welcome into the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier on this beautiful Tuesday morning. We're live, local, and ready to get things rolling. And as always on Tuesday mornings, we will be adding DC, DC Capstone Report to the conversation later on in the broadcast. Uh, And we're broadcasting live, of course, right here on your radio dial as well on uh, the Martin Houston Radio Network, which includes Facebook, uh, Martin Houston fan page, Martin J. Houston personal, Alabama tradition, Exit and O Sports, Tied 109. Today we'll add DC Capstone Report to that page and that network. Also, you can find us on YouTube at Martin Houston Live and on Twitter at Martin Houston 35. We are glad to be with you and want to invite you to get in on the conversation at 205-342-9904. That's the Alabama One Hotline. The Alabama One Hotline is open for business. And so that's once again, 205-342-9904. We want you to be a part of the conversation. And hey, listen, if you listen via one of the uh, social media outlets, then you're always welcome to... Uh, join the conversation uh, by chatting us up. Let us hear your thoughts, your comments. And hey, listen, I'll be bringing back some of our normal or regular segments as we get things rolling. So I want to invite you to join us uh, if you have a little true false for us this morning. I just got a couple questions I'm going to ask X and uh, Mason. So, hey, listen, let, let, let's talk about it. If you have a true false question you'd like to to add to the conversation, just type it in uh, or call us up and ask it, and uh, we'll we'll move on uh, from there. Remember that this is the day that the Lord has made, so let's rejoice and be glad in it. Take some time today to notice someone, love someone, serve someone, and yes, absolutely be the difference you want to see in the world today. Good morning, X. How you doing, sir? Good morning. Doing well. How about yourself? Doing well, doing well. Well, 
Um, you know, we, we, we've been talking about, we're going to talk about uh, quarterbacks. Um, so we're going to, we're going to start that conversation a little bit different um, today with, with some true false. Uh, and then we'll bring DC into that conversation as well. But before we ask the quarterback question, have you seen uh, any coverage on the authentic? When I say that, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, the, uh, the sports magazine or paper, whatever it is. It's not, not that's the athletic. That's the athletic. Uh, no, I haven't. Yeah. The authentic. Nick Saban in Alabama um, partners uh, with um, the Fanatic for a fan store at Bryant-Denny. But this may be, uh, Mason, the the first of its kind. Um, You know, uh, Nick Saban um, has partnered in the store Xavier is the players' jerseys, and they get some of the ching chain. So, the new name, image, and likeness front. Um, I ask you guys, true false? Has Nick Saban quietly, while telling everybody about what the name, image, and likeness should be, and all of this stuff over the summer, has he? Uh, jumped out and got a new, <laughs> a new concept and opened up a whole nother front that uh, once again gives him a distinct advantage in the recruiting world. Um, true, or false. True, false. True. And then you can, true. then you can elaborate on it. I'll go true. And that's your elaboration? Uh, Mason, I was waiting got? for Mason. To, I, was, I was waiting on Mason to respond, my bad. Uh, no, no um, that's okay. I, I, think the way, I think the way Nick Saban works is always going to – is always unique. He he speaks his mind. He, he tells you what he thinks, but he always has a way to to give himself, give his team, give his players an advantage. What's your thoughts, Mason? I think it's definitely – I think it, I, you know, I do think it provides some sort of advantage in that field, but I'm not exactly, like, certain that it's a purely Nick Saban thing as much as it is more of maybe a Greg Byrne thing, you know, an overarching kind of big-picture thing. Because, you know, it does not it does include athletes from all the sports. They'll all have opportunities to be in this store signing autographs, selling their merchandise and things like that. So I think it really just as a whole provides for the university and all of its sports programs an, an, an advantage over other schools. Yeah, uh, it's in Bryant Denny. It's a Nick Saban thing, but I think Nick Saban. One thing Nick Saban is brilliant about Mason is he will get to get what he wants something, or he'll bring others into the mix. Um, uh, that's why I also think he'd be good as a commissioner because he does think outside of just what benefits his team. Um, if it's the best thing for the sport overall, or in this case, best thing for the school. Um, but either way, um, whether Greg Burns started the idea, Nick Saban started the idea, to me, what do you all? What have y'all seen as one of the main things that these guys have done from a name, image, and likeness when they've tried to do their own thing? 
what is it always around? Apparel, um, right? Yeah. Huh? Same clothing. Yeah, it's always around apparel, clothing, type of stuff. When we had the guys on from Hedius Maximus, J.C. Latham and Tim Smith and, and Damian George and Kendall Randolph, what were they pushing? They were pushing, hey, go to Hedius Maximus and click and get our apparel. What did Tim Smith say? Man, it would be so cool to be like Shaq and to be like those guys where you see people walking around with my name on their back, right? Or my name on their gear or my number on them, on their person. So I think that once again, this, I mean, like, like what, what do you see the, a lot of the guys at the, at the, at the next level, what are they doing? They're starting their own clothing line, et cetera. Right. So I think it's a brilliant move. As what can it do? It can allow anyone at any different time to have different apparel. And the other thing it does, though, guys, is even if somebody's not in this store, it can also serve as a spark of inspiration for them to go out and do it as well. That makes sense. Yeah. So uh, pr- pr- pretty neat idea. Uh, looks like conceptually it- it's going to be uh, another home run. And I'm telling you, when when he brings a kid in, what do they what did they start doing a few years ago in recruiting? They bring them in, and what do they put on them, guys? What do they do before they leave? They put Photo their, in the jersey. They put them in the Bama uniform. You think when they got a big recruit coming in, a crew's coming in, what, what do you think gonna be in that in that locker room when they take their visit? Uh, so, uh, the part that Mason, do you know whether or not in this store, since it's a combo with the university, it'll be able to have the Alabama, uh, logo and stuff on it, I, I would assume, where, where if they do it on their own, it doesn't. Yeah, that's kind of what it I'm unsure about with, with this situation. I, I'm not really sure. I, the, at least from what I saw, it wasn't really clear whether or not the the merchandise in the store is going to be like, you know, uh, for example, you know, like a, a jersey with a player's name on the back of it or if it's going to be, you know, like that player's specific brand that they've created themselves. But either way, I think it's a cool opportunity. No, I, I think it's going to be – I think it's going to be uh, like the merchandise is coming, uh, you know, it's, it's own brand NIL merchandise – from Nike, Fanatics, and Tops. So, and those are sponsors through um, the university. So, I've seen where if it's a sponsor of the university, I, I talked to uh, the High Tide uh, leader of High Tide Traditions yesterday, and he said if it's a sponsor, then they can put the the logo on it because they paid Learfield for that. So, I would assume Nike, Fanatics, and Tops are sponsors through the university. Uh, so this is going to be like, and, and I think that's why they call it the authentic, because uh, the gear here you'll buy will be officially licensed. I hope that's what that means. But if not, it's a great play on name, because that's what my first thought was when I saw it. Hey, we did get a question from um, True False from Curtis Lewis. True False, uh, Dick Fluffy, which is his nickname for DJ Dale, Will DJ Dale get more snaps than Jameel Burroughs in the Texas Longhorns game? Xavier, I'll let you go first. I think it depends on how the game plays out. Um, if if 
Texas is having to throw the ball a ton. You can definitely see Burroughs getting more snaps because he's more of a pass rusher. It just really depends on how that works out. Well, and and, and the question is, uh, is Tim Smith going to be the first guy behind DJ Dale? So um, if DJ is a starter, you know, Tim Smith has played a lot of that nose tackle as well. So, uh, you know, I think with this diversity of this line, you don't, I don't even know who's going to be the starters yet. Uh, and, and I don't know if it's going to matter with the starter. I think Alabama is going to rotate those interior linemen because they have so many. Um, you know, I think that, uh, DJ Dale snaps at nose, but Burroughs could end up playing more snaps because he plays nose and, defensive tackle. So I would say um, I, I would kind of Burroughs potentially get snaps um, for that reason. Your thoughts or response to that, X? Yeah, I, I see that. Like, it, it just really, to me, it really depends on how the game goes. And there's so much depth that you just never know. It, the starters end up playing less snaps than the backup just because Alabama's up by 20, 28. Yeah, but just in a typical game situation, um, you know, it's, that's always a possibility based on how the game goes. But you don't you don't go in thinking that you're going to get that far ahead unless it's not hopefully not against the Texas. Hopefully we got a little more competition than that. Hey, we're going to kick the true false questions we have regarding our quarterback to the second segment. Um and get DC, DC Capstone report in here uh, to talk more. So we have a couple of true false questions regarding Bryce Young. Then we'll talk about this quarterback room specifically and um, what it means. And, and we'll follow that conversation as far as it'll take us. We'll also get DC's thoughts on the authentic, the store, uh, what his thoughts are there. For more conversation uh, around these topics and others, you can call us on the – Alabama on hotline at 205-342-9904. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Things look pretty good on this Tuesday morning. Of course, throughout the day, if you see conditions folks need to hear about, give me a call, 205-886-8886. All prices on used vehicles have been slashed through the end of the month at Towns and Nissan, your hometown dealer. And I'm Captain Ray. Are you receiving unemployment? Your benefits could be at risk. Here's how you can protect yourself and your benefits. Never respond to mail notifying you of a false claim in your name. Never answer a text message asking you to verify your account and only respond to official Alabama Department of Labor's social media pages. Report fraud at labor.alabama.gov slash fraud. Brought to you by the Alabama Department of Labor, ABA, and the station. The Alabama Department of Labor is an equal opportunity employer program. Auxiliary aids and services available upon request to individuals with disabilities. Dial 711 for DTY accessibility. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A mixture of clouds and sunshine today with scattered showers and thunderstorms forming again this afternoon and early tonight. The high today, 92. Tonight's low, 75. Tomorrow, partially sunny, an afternoon storm in spots. The high, 93. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 75 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Scott Smith and Softmark Design doing business for 17-plus years, specializing in graphic design services, commercial 
commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com. Welcome back to the Martin Houston Show, the sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team, on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back in to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9. That's Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier live local and got thin. Uh, we did have a, a, a true false to kick things off and we're bringing DC into the conversation. So we're going to continue that true false conversation as well as move into uh, some QB conversation uh, and we'll start things off with a little QB, true, false, and then get into the actual quarterback room for this year. Good morning, D.C. How you doing? Oh, doing great, Martin. How are you this morning? Good morning, Xavier. Doing well. All right, uh, D.C., let's look at um, uh, get you a couple quick review, true, false, get you in on the conversation. We had one uh, question, true, false. Uh, the authentic store uh, that Nick Saban um, was dealing with uh, in terms, I mean, is, is launching him, Greg Burns, et cetera, uh, that's going to help, of course, all athletes, but we know that the majority of gear that's sold uh, in, in at this campus especially, but in most campuses is, is around that football gear. So, um, and... Um, we we will have to be able to do that in terms of um, launching that. Does this give Nick Saban once again maybe a a, a, a foot up uh, on the competition in the recruiting NIL world once again? Oh, absolutely! I think that's the absolute truth. Not only does it give Nick Saban and the Alabama football team a leg up on everyone else, uh, they're out front again, uh, you know, plowing new ground for this. Uh, whole NIL thing and uh not only gives him a leg up gives the uh gives the players at Alabama a leg up a different media uh, place uh, both physically a, a brick and mortar store to sell their items in and then it gives all those other athletes at Alabama who have NIL deals with apparel companies and that uh, place to have their goods in you know just imagine you know you've always got a basketball team or softball team or, or you know, ladies softball team or uh, ladies, ladies basketball team signing autographs pre uh, football game at Bryant Denny or at the or outside the quad. So now this is a place that you can have individuals with NIL deals signing their merchandise, and, and and I'm sure they'll have a digital opponent a component of it. So when a family gets home after seeing those merchandise and they get thinking about it, they can actually buy them online. I think as well. So in my opinion, they're way out in front. Uh, getting fanatics to make a, a partnership with them, uh, and fanatics is a great deal for them. They have a brick and mortar store inside a 
captive hundred thousand people audience. So, what what better what better marriage of the two uh, industries uh, than than that type? I think the concept is great. So, whoever came up with it, Greg Byrne, Nick Saban, people behind the scenes, uh, definitely out front of this NIL thing for Brian Denny Stadium. Yeah, uh, you know, and I, I, uh, it's going to be interesting to to see the impact it has on the stores around the stadium uh, that have traditionally provided, you know, apparel for, you know, Bama games. Um, and I, I am not going to call a name, but I tried to help um, one of the uh, local stores get a couple athletes. And I don't, I don't know uh, if they did or didn't, but hopefully these apparel companies, the soup stores and, Bama Supply and all of them have been in the process of locking in some guys and gals because uh, uh, for weeks of the season, because I don't know if – now the question is, will it be open all the time or will it just be open during football games? Um, I bet it will be open and, during uh, visits by <laughs> recruits. <laughs> I think yeah. you'll find that. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. One of the but, things that uh, – you know, this, I, I, I really, really think you, could, you can look at this is to take another page out of the NFL uh, type thing. I know when I visited, when I went out for Alabama versus a USC game, uh, one thing I did was take a private tour of, of the Texas Stadium. Uh, and that was during the day when there was no game going on. But uh, there was so much uh, uh, you know, people, so many people there. They have their own Dallas Cowboys store. And inside, yep. everybody has their jersey deals, and everybody has a display. Uh, you know, Dak Prescott had a display. Uh, so I think this is another way to take that model and bring it into the college group with the NIL and give opportunities for players to make money off of it. Um, and so I see it being open on certain days and opportunities for people to visit Bryant Denny Stadium and have more people coming through, even when when football's not going on. All right. Well, yeah, a- absolutely. And so. Uh, definitely, a, a, I think, a leg up, new page, turning the page, moving the page forward when it comes to the whole um, NIL uh, frontier. Another step by Nick Saban, Crew, Burns, et cetera, uh, to make themselves a player uh, in, that, in that world because apparel definitely is attractive to fans but also appealing to the athlete as far as their name on the back of someone's jersey, their name on the back of a jersey on someone's back. Got, let, let's go ahead and flip the script to a couple true false uh, questions. Um, my my first true false question for you, DC and Xavier, is that will Bryce Young go for 55,000 this year? 50 touchdowns, 5,000 yards. Uh, will he do that this year? Um, I, I think that's false. Oh wow! So what, what about you, X? And then we'll come back and get an explanation. Um, I'm going to go false as well. So you all think he has a worse season than he did last year? Correct. Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, I, huh? Because he only missed say- he only missed it by three he missed it by three touchdowns last year. And by like thirteen yards or something like that. Uh, yeah, I, I think it'll be hard to repeat those numbers again. 
I looked at the schedule. Mm. Um, I might go out on a limb, guys, and say true. Um, just, just, just because he's going to have more weapons. Not as he. I don't think the ceiling is high as last year in terms of weapons, but I do think he has opportunities to get the ball to more people. And I think the tight end and the running back being added in, the the only reason he doesn't get there, in my opinion, I definitely think he may hit the 50 mark. Uh, if Now, this is conditional if we make it a run into the national championship game. So, um, But I think the weapon of Gibbs and, and, and the other running backs being back in there gets him over the hump in the yardage thing and – uh, and the touchdown uh, reception because of the two in the running back room. Um, so with that said, if he falls off from last year's numbers, doesn't hit that mark, doesn't have as big a number statistically as he did last year, Curtis Lewis' question was, will Bryce uh, be invited back to New York again this year, D.C.? I think that's true. I think he gets invited back. Yes, I think it's true as well. All right, guys. I'm, 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 what I want when I ask y'all true false, y'all, y'all have to go on, go on dig a little deeper why you think that and 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 support your true false uh, response. So DC, I go back to you, uh, DC. Uh, w- w- with his stats being lower, why do you think Bryce Young gets up and in, being invited back? Uh, to well, um, the whole point of that's been lower has nothing to do with Bryce Young, in my opinion. It has to do with the the remainder of the Alabama football team. The very thing that you said was going to be a reason that he's going to have better stats. Uh, I think he's going to have a better season. I think he's going to have o- overall impressive season. He's going to do a great job. He's going to make some big plays. But I think Alabama is going to have a better running game this year, which will eat a little bit into the yardage stats and into the touchdown. I think a lot of times we'll uh, he'll be able to we'll be able to score. From the running position than we will from the from the throwing position. I also think, that based on the schedule, he'll have less attempts uh, this year because I think there'll be an opportunity for others to, to come in and play more uh, than we did last year. Uh, and so I think the overall Alabama team being a better team uh, impacts his stats, but does not impact his play whatsoever. I think he has a stellar season. Therefore, I think he's invited back to the Heisman uh, because I think he's going to be one of the leading uh, football. Uh, Players, quarterbacks, only team that's undefeated uh, at the time that he gets advised. That's that's how I, that's how I describe. It. I don't see that he's having a. Uh, I say he had a worse season. It'll be a worse stat season, but it won't be a worse season. He'll he'll still be the best, one of the best, if not the best quarterbacks in the nation uh, when the Heisman is, is voted on. I, I I view it the same way. It, I think he still can be a 45 and 45 and the 45 touchdowns, 45 from the yard. Yeah, I think it, his completion percentage might be up a little bit. But when you look at having a healthy stable of running backs, I think that eats into his numbers a good bit uh, with Gibbs and McClellan and Williams and Sanders. I mean, if all four of those guys are healthy, you're talking about a deep running back core and not really having to it be one guy down the stretch, which alleviates some pressure off Bryce. And I think that's why you don't see the exact same numbers, but you see 
Yeah, and and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna we got to get a break here, but I'm gonna ask a follow up question to that, and I'll go ahead and let you guys be thinking about it. Is but we have heard enough people talk about this award. It's a stat award. I mean, and, and so he will have to have if he has less. Some people out there will hold that against him, not me, but they will say, oh, he had this many as a freshman. I mean, as a first-year starter, he went down. If 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 he has less stats, not invited to New York, will his chances of winning be down if the stats are down? Be thinking about that. Also got a couple other questions to ask you. I mean, I got a couple other insights on even though we're going to use a running game more, I'm going to tell you why I still think he may still have as many opportunities unless we blow everybody out and Nick Saban goes away from his thing of using backup quarterbacks. Uh, if we blow people out and Nick Saban plays the backups, then my uh, angle will be off. We'll continue with that question and more about specific quarterback Bryce Young, but we'll also give the young guys a thought and uh, a little talk and conversation as well. Pat, we're going to get to your true-false question, but hold on to the other side. We want to finish this conversation, then we'll get to you. More conversation right here on the Martin Houston Show, brought to you by the great folks over at Taco Casa. Taco Casa. Quality, taste, value under the biggest cactus in town. Give them a try for lunch and or dinner. Taco Casa, tacocasa.com. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. I'm Kim Rankin, and here's your Tide sports update. Senior linebackers Jalen Moody and Henry Toa Toa were named to the 2022 Butkus Award preseason watch list. Alabama and Fanatics have teamed up to create an Alabama merchandise shop inside of Bryant-Denny Stadium called The Authentic. Nick Saban released a statement in support of John Mechie after his recent leukemia diagnosis. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 traffic. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said, it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership and personal development. Is your organization, 
your school, your church, your family? Are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn which we can customize to meet your needs, or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com, as peptalks35.com, or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. It's time for the Martin Houston Show with the same hard-hitting, no-nonsense approach in which he played the game. Martin will take you inside the locker room, down on the field, and across the goal line with his in-depth analysis. We got things going, kicking off the second half of the Martin Houston with Martin and Xavier with our guest, DC, DC Capstone Report. DC, tell our listeners where they can find you, sir. Well, you can find me at dccapstonereport.com, DC Capstone Report Facebook page, or follow me on Twitter at davidcott 50 Also, check out Lance's other sites, rolltidebama.com or freelancepictures.com. All right, DC, I know uh, we, we passed SEC Media Day, so you guys should be on your countdown to when you guys go live again on your podcast. So I know people are anxiously uh, awaiting that. Um, uh, you got guys kind of have a countdown. Have you all set your launch date yet? Yeah, we're going to be, we're going to be a couple of weeks. We'll be back on our YouTube podcast. that will it'll post up usually on Tuesdays and we're going to have a new component this year. Hopefully uh, if Lance and I work out all the details, we're going to have a live show that'll, that'll be on uh, DC Capstone report page and, and our Facebook page. Uh, that'll take place on the Friday or Saturday before the football game. We'll have some guests on as well with us. So look forward to launching that new platform as well this year. Awesome. We'll promote it when it gets here. All right, DC, uh, guys, on this one, uh, to keep the conversation rolling, I do just want a yes or no, or, or true or false. Looks like we uh, we might have lost Martin there, DC. I yeah, know, I, I, DC I, I can't hear you any longer, Mason. Uh, Sorry, so what was that, DC? I said I couldn't hear Martin any longer. He yeah, I think went we lost there. Martin. I think we had a bit of a connection issue come through us. So I think we lost him here. Well, uh, I'll try to get him reconnected. But I know he was he wanted to get into this quarterback conversation with UNX. So I guess we'll start there. You know, uh, you know, just kind of give me your rundown. I guess of the the guys in the SEC that you maybe think. Obviously, no one's going to compete with Bryce Young for being the best quarterback this year. But who's the guy that you think can maybe take that second place spot? Well, in the SEC, I think you got to look at Rodgers at Mississippi State just because of the uh, system that he's in. He's going to have a lot of opportunities to do well. And, and I think Revis in uh, Kentucky. Uh, and um, I think Tennessee's quarterback uh, is going to have a lot of opportunities as well. So I think the three of them probably have the best to, to kind of uh, contend with Bryce Young. I still think Bryce Young is going to be the best in the SEC, no doubt. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm going to go with uh, Hennig Hooker out of Tennessee. Uh, you just go off of what he did last year, over 30 passing touchdowns, only three interceptions. And uh, the interesting fact about 
interesting stat about his three interceptions is two of those were off for tips. So, you know, only one was a bad throw that ended up directly in the hands of a opposing team. So I think Hendon Hooker is probably going to be the second best just going off of last year. But you can't discount guys like a Will Evans. You can't discount Will Rogers. And I think the surprise guy might be Anthony Richardson out of Florida. That's who is my sleeper for this year. I think it's a great pick, X. I think Anthony Richardson's really got the upside there. And I'm looking forward to seeing what Billy Napier can do with him. Yeah, I mean, he's got all the tools, you know, 6'4", 6'5", 240 pounds. Uh, he said at SEC Media Days he's running a 4-4. So you see a guy moving like that at that size, you know, it, with the arm talent that he has. I think Napier has a, has a gold-mining quarterback right now. When y'all, you know, when we're talking quarterbacks, obviously I think the it's, you know, it's pretty clear cut that it's, you know, Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud is kind of your, your quarterbacks 1A and 1B this year, but do you think that either one of them could do anything to separate, you know, separate themselves from the other one this year? Or do you think that with this conversation, this argument between the two is kind of going to carry even into draft season? Well, I think that you're, you're exactly correct that they're the, they're the two best quarterbacks in the nation. Everybody in the media is already talking about who's one or two, and, and they're kind of interchangeable. I think that'll go on into the, the draft season unless one thing happens. I think last year the difference between, and X, you can, you can correct me if I'm wrong or you can count on this, but I think the statistics, you know, Bryce was probably second in the nation on um, most all the categories except for, for interceptions. And Bryce had seven interceptions. C.J. Stroud had six interceptions. Uh, but C.J. Stroud had 44 touchdowns and Bryce had 47. C.J. Stroud had 4,400 yards and Bryce had 48. I think the difference that separated the two last year was that there was a uh, Ohio State's team didn't go as far as Alabama did and didn't perform as well. And there was a couple of games where Stroud just had awful games and and uh, just 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 had it up and down in, in a couple of games. And, and I think Bryce didn't. He had a consistent uh, consistent performance throughout, and that separated him. And I think again this year that could be the same thing that we could see uh, that up and down play in Stroud unless he's matured more uh, and, and 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 gotten better in some of the in uh, game decisions uh, that I could see that be the separating factor between Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud down the stretch. Yeah, and when you look at the two of those guys, I look at what they had around them on as far as weapons. You know, you you look at. Ohio State, they had Alave, Wilson, who were both first-round picks, and they had uh, Jackson Smith, who is viewed as the best wide receiver in the country this year. And Bryce had more – to me, Bryce had to create more of, okay, what is this wide receiver going to be? And I think that that was a big thing, and I think that's a little bit of a separator – when you had the more proven guys at Ohio State and Bryce, James Williams left Ohio State trying to get on the field and get playing time there. And he became a first-round draft pick due to the course of playing with Bryce. And, and Matthew, you know, without his injury, was a potential first-round pick and still in a run in the second round, even with a knee injury. So I look at that as well as a, as a little bit of an indication of a separator is Bryce raised the level of the guys around him. 
I think that's a, a, a great observation. I, I think that sometimes it seemed like C.J. Stroud played uh, played down, and he wasn't. He didn't raise the level of competition around him in, in a couple of those games that he just had bad games in. And I think that was a big separating factor. Uh, X, I want to go back to something you mentioned when we were kind of talking back to the moving back to the SEC quarterbacks. You mentioned that uh, you know a guy like Anthony Richardson could you know kind of play him play his way into being the second best quarterback in the SEC, and I, I think I agree with you. I just think I haven't really you know we haven't seen it from from Anthony Richardson. So what do you think that you know like what what would Florida kind of have to do for, or I guess what would Anthony Richardson have to do this season to solidify himself as that guy? I think it's two things. It's actually getting on the field and being the guy. You know, he split a lot of reps last year with Emory Jones, and he dealt with injury. So you didn't get to see him at his full potential and being the only guy getting those reps. That, And I think that's the key part is reps as a quarterback. And as far as the physical tools, you couldn't create a quarterback on Madden better than – Anthony Richardson is just as far as his physical gifts and things of that nature. Yeah, I agree with X. I think you hit the nail on the head, X, when you talk about getting on the field. I think uh, last year uh, he just really split in time. I don't think he had the confidence. I think his confidence was blown by the, by the coaches and the way they used him. And one thing Billy Napier uh, can do is he really instills confidence in his players. I think him going to SEC Media Days lets him know he's the man. And I don't think he has to look over his shoulder. I think he goes out and plays his game and uses athleticism to his to his uh, uh, advantage. And I think he uh, could very well be the sleeper quarterback to, to, to vie for that second position as he see this year. All right. Well, I just got back into the conversation. Not sure uh, how we how, how you guys got to Anthony Mason, uh, Anthony Richardson. So I'm not gonna join that conversation. We're going to go to break here so we can get back and get Pat into the conversation. Apologize guys for that power surge, but uh, back live local ready to get going and we will be back on the other side. Um, Pat, apologize for that, but thanks for your patience. We'll get you on the other side. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Things look pretty good on this Tuesday morning. Of course, throughout the day, if you see conditions folks need to hear about, give me a call, 205-886-8886. All prices on used vehicles have been slashed through the end of the month at Towns and Nissan, your hometown dealer. And I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Tuesday morning. The mother of Alex Truke, the Tuscaloosan who went to Ukraine to volunteer his military background and their fight against Russian dictator Vladimir Putin's invasion, tells news partner WVUA 23 she's amazed at the support she's getting from all across the world while he's being held as a prisoner of war. Truke and a North Alabama man were captured by invading Russian forces inside Ukraine earlier this year. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather coverage. It's free. Don Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show. And I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Carving. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbors, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help you do just that. They have numerous styles, but they feature the Moroccan Stone Curb Series, which includes four great styles and unlimited color choices. That's Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. They are the one that can help you stand out from your neighbors. Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, 205 331 
888-646-6823. You may also find yourself with the need for a custom size stone or, or custom shaped stone. Then Tuscaloosa Custom Carving can help with that as well. Paul Fuller and his team are waiting on your call right now for that free quote. And if you're telling it, Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show told you to stop by, you'll get a big discount. So call Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing at 205-331-6823 or visit them online at Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, LLC. The sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team, the Martin Houston Show. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Back into the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9. The Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier with DC, DC Capstone Report. Joining us, we're going to bring in Pat. Pat, thanks for your patience. Uh, what's your true-false question for DC and X? Good morning. Uh, uh, this morning, I want to talk about uh, if Coach Saban, uh, not if, when Coach Saban signs Kamari McLean and Caleb Downs, will this be the greatest ever defense in NCAA history to be signed? Not a, not I think it's a true statement. Those two, that's definitely going to be one of the one of one of, if not the best uh, recruiting class of defense that's been signed in, for the I'm aware of. Yeah. And when you Go ahead, when you throw in the middle linebacker, the, the JUCO middle linebacker that runs. Four three. Did you hear me? I would have said four three. Oh my God, it's scary. Is that not scary, DC? Oh yeah, you had talking about a middle linebacker is going to run faster than Christian Harris runs, which has been our fastest linebacker forever. So yeah, I, I think that's most scary. <laughs> scary. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I a, all right, I figured y'all like that. That is being a truth. <laughs> all right. Hey, thanks, Pat. Good Appreciate to talk to you, you, Pat. Thanks. Thanks for being on. Yep. X, you got any comments on what Pat had to say about that being the top defense? It'll be one of the best secondary signs, yeah. I believe. But as far as defense, I think we got to get a get another linebacker potentially and, and work on the defensive line. You know, if you solidify those two spots with those two guys, I think this might be the best defensive signing class ever. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, you, you have to look at what, uh, based on how you judge defensive line, uh, the best defense ever signed very well may have been signed by Texas A&M last year. We always say in football, it starts where? Up front. Starts up front. And they got, what, five or six five stars um, on the defensive line last year. So if that defensive front pans out, defensive linemen – make every other position on defense better. If you have to double team down, that frees up inside linebackers uh, to to run to the ball. If you have to double down, uh, you you end up with a tackle on an island with uh, pass rushers. And um, if you can pass rush from the middle uh, and push the pocket, then the quarterback can't step up and the defensive ends, outside linebackers get to them quicker, 
and the DBs don't have to cover as long. So yeah, I guess it's really based on how you judge overall defense, right? Um, so uh, that is, what what what's the name did last year? There's a reason Nick Saban was complaining uh, uh, about it. So uh, we'll we'll walk through that as well. Hey guys, uh, another true false uh, question I had. Um, I'm, we just don't have time to get into the entire quarterback room because of, of what happened in the transition and conversation there with after I dropped. Uh, after Bryce Young, uh, guys, which is more likely to happen? True, false. After Bryce Young graduates this year, Bama is more likely to have a wide receiver drafted in the first round before the next quarterback is drafted in the first round. True or false? Um, <laughs> that, that's a tough question. That's a tough question. Yeah, you got to, to start looking at that roster, right? <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, and and where is it going to come from? Yeah, what they're going to do and how they're going to have an opportunity to. I, I'll say that's true. Uh, I'll go. I'll go true, and it's not be. And I think it's just because at the end of the day, wide you have multiple wide receivers getting an opportunity. Versus a single quarterback, and you see you see it happen a good bit. Where a as good of a quarterback is, if you're not one of those top three or four guys in your class, you could drop to the second round easy. Where a wide receiver, you have two or three guys in one year getting opportunity. So I agree with it. Let, let, Opportunity. I guess the question then becomes. Uh, which one of these guys, you guys both saying more likely to be a wide receiver, right? So yeah. that's Christian Leary, or, or they may be in, in the upcoming class. But right now, Christian Leary, um, I mean, make me should get this right. I got to get all of them together so I can just run through the list. Uh, Christian Leary, Aaron, Aaron, um, uh, uh, it's a whole list of them, so I'm going to get to that. Uh, Aaron Anderson, of course, uh, is on that list. You got Trayshawn Holden. Um, and, of course, we're, th- th- these guys don't count uh, in terms of the guys who are there with them right now. So, you, uh, I mean, as far as the guys who will leave, do you think uh, either one of the transfers leaves this year, guys? Harold or Burton? Mm-hmm. I think it depends on what kind of year they have this year. Uh, very possibly, both have great years and can go this year. So, so, yeah, it, I, so I give a conditional true on the wide receiver is Jermaine Burton could be that guy if he comes back. I don't know if he'll have a first round year or not. If he does, everybody's going to transfer to Alabama for one year of football. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, Okay, which one of these guys is it most likely to be? And we can put the, those two guys in there if you want to with asterisks. Jermaine Burton, uh, if he comes back for a second year, there's Jacari, Jacory Brooks, Tyler Harrell. That's who I'm going Jay- with. Do what now? That's who I'm going with. Who? Brooks. You going with Jacory Brooks? If, if Burton leaves after, if Burton and Harrell both leave after this year, I don't know mm-hmm. if they get first round grade. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think Brooks, if he has a good sophomore year and follows it up with a strong junior year, I can see him being that guy. He he has all the physical tools, the size, 
the things that you want in a in a big play wide receiver. So I'm gonna go with Brooke. Okay, then there's Trayshawn Holden as a candidate, Christian Leary as a candidate, Aaron Anderson, Thai Jones-Bell, um, you know, Shaz Preston, Kendrick Law, um, and then a couple of the walk-on guys that I don't think gets into that conversation. Um, so of those guys, uh, D.C., who you got? Who you think is the most likely I guy? Corey Brooks. You didn't, you didn't mention JoJo Earl. Uh, I, I did. Xavier was saying Xavier said Jacory Brooks at the time. I said JoJo Earl. Okay. So you probably I just think JoJo Earl just because just because if he comes back from his injury, well, he has a he has a really good uh, opportunity. I think to to um, in a couple of years be a first round draft pick. But yeah, I like Jacory yeah. Brooks as well. Yeah, yeah. When you look at that, um, you know Jacory Brooks uh, is definitely six two, right at two hundred pounds. Uh, definitely a guy. Now, Tyler Harrell um, kind of has the possibility, guys, to be like some guys that are really hot in the pros right now, uh, which would be, of course, who? Uh, the Miami Dolphins, two wide receivers. Um, in, in terms of that type of player, um, Waddle, of course, um, being, being uh, you know, from Bama, um, and, and then, of course, uh, you know, the Dolphins have those two guys. So is Harrell a potential candidate because you can't coach speed? And if he has uh, a, improves on his route running, uh, could he be one of those guys uh, that, that steps up into that conversation? I, I, I absolutely are high on Harrell. And, I, and I, I would say if he comes back, he could definitely be in the first round. He may be in the first round this year if he decides to leave after having a stellar year this year. He may do enough yeah, it, this year to make it first round. Will Will any of these guys have to have uh, some special team add-on guys to be in that conversation? I think that JoJo Earl is the type of guy that, that has that ability. We saw what he did before the injury. In the return game, so Earl's probably that guy. I agree with you. I was about to say the same thing. Jojo Earl is a guy I think makes his uh, makes his case even better of a special teams play. Is that part of the reason you like him, DC? Yeah, What's most definitely. Okay. Well, hey, listen, that's going to be interesting to watch though, because we think about the run we've had on quarterbacks and running backs in the first round, and the question is, does that streak in after? after Bryce Young or not, um, true, false. Uh, does it end after Bryce Young where we skip a year or two or will we keep that streak going regardless of which position it is? I think we keep the streak going, so I think that's false. Yeah, I'm going to go with the streak continuing one way or another, and you might have a Jalen Miro or Ty Smith whoever gets the opportunity to start after you just might have to wait a couple years, but as far as uh, the next starting quarterback, I think the potential is there. Yeah, yeah I agree. That, I think the next starting quarterback, yeah. when he's eligible to go to the NFL, be first round draft pick. Oh wow! That, and, and hey, I like it. I like it. Loving it. Closing thoughts, DC. Well, I think what we talked about today, great, great. All these true false questions, but I had true false question. Uh, uh, the uh, well, I guess the question. Who's, which transfer out will make the biggest impact in, the other, in another place this year? What, what do y'all think on that? 
Ooh. Hey, DC, we, Drew that, that's it. I think Drew, I probably would pick Drew really quick. And hey, DC, we, let's have that conversation next week. Well, I'm going to uh, go with Shane Lee. Just asked you, uh, when the last time a transfer has been the one they take to media days? I think Shane Lee's oh, the wow. one. All right. Well, hey, we'll pick up that conversation because that's a great conversation to have, DC. Hey, guys, follow DC Capstone Report on Facebook at DC Capstone Report, or you can find them on the website, dccapstonereport.com, and follow David Cott 50 for David Cott 50 for X's and O's Sports Xavier Houston. I'm Martin Houston. Thanks for hanging in there with you guys today for a great show. I'm Martin Houston. And remember this trust in the Lord always. Lean not, you don't understand all you always acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. Roll tide out there, everybody.